the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the Word? Praise Him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that I truly hope is being a blessing to you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. Our God wants transformations and manifestations to happen in all of our lives. Transformations and manifestations that will cause all of us to become more godly people who live more blessed and more godly lives. It's a promise that God tells us about all throughout His Word. That's why it's so important, brothers and sisters, that we study and learn God's Word so we can learn about what God's Word says about all the transformations and manifestations that God wants to do in the lives of me and you and then cooperate with Him so that we can experience those transformations and manifestations that He wants to cause to happen in the lives of me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Isaiah chapter 64, verse 8. He said, but now, O Lord, thou art our father. We are the clay. And thou art our potter. And we all are the work of thy hands. But notice, he said, thou art our father. He is saying, and we are thy sons. He said, we are the clay. Because he started telling you exactly what the father wants to do with you once he becomes the father. He wants to deal with you like clay and begin to mold you, shape you, reform you, transform you. He wants to get stuff out of you that shouldn't be in you. He wants to put stuff in you that never got in you. He wants to smooth out your rough edges. Look at your neighbor and say, yep, you got them. You got them. I done seen them already. You got them. Praise God. Smooth out your rough edges. Hallelujah. And, so, and for some of y'all, roughing up some of your smooth edges. Amen. But the goal is for him to be glorified. Thou art our father. We are the clay. And thou art, and thou art potter. And we all are the work of thy hand. Notice, we all are the work of thy hand. Whose hand? The potter. We want to go to the father. Yeah, he's our father. But it it went on to say, but he's our potter. That word potter, through the idea of squeezing into shape, means to mold into a form. That word potter, through the idea of squeezing into a shape, means to mold into a form. So God wants to mold you into a form. He already told us what that form is. 
it's in the, it's in the image and likeness of his son. That he, has, he wants to conform us into the image of his son. He wants to mold us into the image of his son. So that by the time he finished, he'll sit us right beside his son and be like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You're just like him. And then he can then have us to do the things that it is he wants us to do. But we got to understand who we are. We are the potter. He is the clay. Huh? I said, we are the potter. He is the clay. No. Now y'all said, y'all say that very strong when it comes to how I said it. But if I walked there how you li- I looked at how you lived it, I don't see you disagreeing now. I hear you d- disagreeing when I was talking about me, but I don't see that same disagreement when you're talking about you. Because many people still think we the potter and he the clay. That's why we're trying to form a God in the way we want him to be. Versus let God form us in the way that he want us to be. We want to form him in the way that we want him to be. One that accepts our infirmities. Has no problem with our weaknesses and our, and our, and our instabilities and stuff like that. But God said, no, no, you got it backwards. I'm the potter, you the clay. I want to form you into my way. And I want to do it my way. Which means that we don't even get a chance to be able to choose how it's done. Anybody ever been to a, I'm talking about legal. Anybody ever been to a massage parlor? I'm talking about legal now. I'm talking about legal. Okay. When you go into a, a legal massage parlor, they got all these different kinds of massages you can get. You can get that thing from a whole thing to parts. You ain't got to get it all. You have to be, you, you choose how long you be in there. I want a 30-minute one, 45-minute one. I want an hour. I want two hours. I want a deep rub. You know, you, you do all that. You can do your feet. You can do your neck. You can do, you can do your face. They give you a facial. They be like giving you a facial. <laughs> they, 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 you choose what you want. It don't work that way with God. God said, you just come in, get on the table, and I'll take it from there. I'll do it as long as needed. And I'll give you what I see is needed. Not what you, well, you going down the list. Now, I want one of these, and I want one of these. God said, okay, okay, okay. Now, get on the thing. <laughs> he's still, he's still, he's still going to give you what he needs. Hallelujah. Y'all laughing because you know it's true. You've been on the table, huh? Praise God. God is the potter. We the clay. And he wants to mold us and shape us his way. Turn to Job chapter 10. Now Job had an understanding about this. About being the clay. Now although he didn't completely understand what was happening to him. He was a little confused about some of the stuff that was happening to him because, you know, he didn't have a he didn't have a the 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 the, the, the good sound Bible doc, doctrine teaching that we get. So he didn't he, he didn't understand. 
He just knew something supernatural was happening to him. He's like, this ain't normal. But although he didn't un- completely understand what was happening to him, Job did understand who he was and who his God was. Amen. He understood that. He could work with that. Let's, let's read about it. Job chapter 10, because he, he well into getting jacked up by now. And we pick up in verse 8. It says, thine hands have made me and fashioned me together round about, yet thou dost destroy me. Now, he was, going, he was doing right for a minute, and God ain't the one that's destroying him. He said, remember, I beseech thee that thou hast made me as the clay, and, as, and wilt thou bring me into the dust again? So he was trying to understand what the heck was going on with him and stuff. He said, Lord, you the one made me just like clay. Or another way, can I back this up? You, you the one gave me all them kids. I mean, I participated with it, but I mean, but you the one gave me all them fine daughters and all them virile sons. You the one made me the richest man in the East. Because I realized I didn't do that, you did that. I cooperated with you. I did what you told me to do. I was a, I, I, I was a, I was a just man. I live righteously based on what I understood and knew. I operated myself according to the things that you told me, and therefore you blessed me just like you said you would do. You the one brought this woman my way, and, and, and I got a chance to marry her on that day. And you the one gave me the, the power to be able to have all these kids all over the place. You the one made me the richest man in the East. I know I didn't do it myself. You did it. You the one did it because I'm the clay. Which, he under, which means he understood that God was the one that shapes his life and shapes his activities in life and shapes what he does in life in order for him to be the blessed man to the point he was the richest man in the East. He understood that. What he didn't understand was what's happening now. In terms, he was all jacked up and messed up and he was losing everything and he didn't understand. That's why he asked the question, are you going to bring me back to the dust? It's like, well, how does this work? Because, you know, you, you know. That, that when a potter is, is, is forming, you know, a, 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 a pot, if it doesn't turn out the way it's supposed to, then they, they break it up and, and, and re, take, it, take it back down and stuff like that, and then they begin to reform it again. Praise God. And he's asking, basically, is that what you're doing to me? Is that, is you, you're trying to tear me up so that I can, you can put me back together again? Because he understood, I am the clay, you're the potter. Even though he had it wrong about what was happening because it was the devil that was doing that to him. But he still had it right in that he understood, you make me. I don't make myself. You form me. I don't form myself. You mold me. You shape me. You set my life. I don't do this myself. The church of the living God need to hurry up and get, that, get Job's understanding. We used to pray a long time ago for the patience of Job. Some of us need to get some of the understanding of Job too. Not all of it, but some of the understanding of Job. That's when we do need to pick this one and that one and leave that one out. Praise God. Because one of the things he did understand that he's the clay and God was his potter. And he understood that if I'm going to be prosperous, if I'm going to be blessed, if I'm going to live that blessed life that you have in store for me, then I got to submit myself to you and let you be God in my life and let you begin to start molding me and shaping me the way you want me to each day. Job understood that he was clay and that it was the hand of God that made him the man that he was. He understood that. That's why he said once again in verse 8, read it again, read it again. Thine hand have made me. That word made right there means to carve. That is to fabricate or fashion. To carve. That is to fabricate or fashion. 
He says, so your name, your hand is what carved me. Your hand is what fabricated me. Your hand is what fashioned me. Your hand is what carved me. I like that carved because we're going to talk about it later, not so much right now. But like the hand of the, of the potter even carves the clay. Praise God. How, depends on how you hold your hand and how, how you're held in the, in the potter. How the clay is held in the potter's hand will determine what shape it'll take. Because it's carving it. It's remolding it. It's shaping it. Does that make sense? And then, so, so we're going to find out it's got a lot to do with how much contact you allow him to have with you. We ain't going to get into that right now. But his hand is supposed to carve you. Car- In fact, he phrased it this way. He said, you made me. It means made with pains, implying a work of difficulty or art. Made with pains, implying a work of difficulty or art. Now, let me hear him qualify that. The pains, ain't, I'm not talking about on your end. I'm not talking about there ain't going to be no pain on your hand, but I'm saying the pains that it's making is going to be on his hand because he wants it to turn out the way that it was supposed to. He wants it to turn out the way he's supposed to. You've never seen it, but when a, when a, when a, when a potter is, 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 is making the clay into what he wanted to do and then he's forming it and shaping it and it's starting to mold into the shape that he wanted to do, but then sometimes something can happen in such a way where it, 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 it changes shape. And it's not what he wanted to do. And it's, it's frustrating to him. It's like, ah, you know, because I almost had it where I wanted it. And then I got to, you know, you know, put it back and then, and then start it over again and then start it over again. So he does it with pains. Just like some people up in here. Look at your neighbors. Like, he ain't talking about us, though. He ain't talking about us, though. Amen. You know, that, that he, the Lord been molding you and shaping you and now. And then he thought he, he almost had you to the way that he wanted you to be and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, then you went lopsided. And he like, he like oh, my God. It's with pains that he do it. Praise God. Look at your neighbor and say, he said he wasn't talking about you. He said he wasn't talking about you. He went lopsided. And he had to, he had to like, remold you. And sometimes, sometimes he had to take you back to a, to a stage that you already was in before in order to be able to raise you back up to that next stage again like he wanted to do before. Does that make sense? That's what it says with pains and difficulty. It's a work of difficulty in art. Because it's, it's one thing to be able to have to mold clay that ain't got a mind or a mouth. We're trying to mold clay that got a mind and a mouth and got feet that run, jumping off potter's wheels and stuff. Ain't got to go draw you back with bands of love and continue to suggest you to jump back on the wheel again and Come back to church. Come on, come on. Come back to midweek services. Come on, come back. Come back to Sunday night lives. Come on, come back to the fellowships. Come on, come on. And you're like, oh, we're going to pot his wheel. But he keep working with us. The literal Hebrew of have made me goes like this. He took pains about me. He took pains about me. Which it shows you the heart of the, of the, of, of, of the potter. He pains to get you the way he wants you to be. He, 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 he pains to get you there. This is a, a labor of love because he loves you like he did. And he wants to get you to the place you're supposed to be in the shape that you ought to be so that you can do what he got in store for thee. Turn to Jeremiah chapter 18. I love the Lord. Anybody here to love the Lord? We got something in common. Somebody say, mold me, Lord. Shape me, Lord. You are the potter. I am the clay. Make me your way. 
And see, that's what we want. We want, we want him to make us his way. Do that work of art on us. That by the time we finish, he's like, my, people look at it and say, my goodness, would you look at that? Absolutely beautiful. It's a masterpiece. Jeremiah chapter 18. Now, this is an important point to understand. That's, that's to be transformed. We need to go to the potter's house and put ourselves in his hands. Since we clay with feet and everything, we need to go to the potter's house and put ourselves in his hands. Matthew, Jeremiah, chapter 18, begin reading in verse 1. It said, the word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause thee to hear my words. Arise and go down to the potter's house. Remember, you got to humble yourself. He said, Arise and go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause thee to hear my words. Then... I went down to the potter's house and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels. Speaking of the potter's wheel, he wrought a work on the wheels. Speaking of the potter's wheel and the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hands of the potter. So he made it again and another vessel as seemeth good to the potter to make. Then the word of the Lord came to me saying, O house of Israel, Cannot I do with you as this potter, saith the Lord? Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are you, ye, in mine hand, O house of Israel. Now that clay was in the potter's hand because it followed the directions of the word of the Lord to go get in the, in, in the potter's hand. And he said, and that's the same way I want you to do. I want you to voluntarily get up and then go and place yourself in the position or take yourself to the place where the potter can now mold you and begin to shape you. That even though you're marred, that he'll rebuild you and remake you into what it is that he wants you to be. He can remold you and remake you into what he wants you to be. Oh, to be remolded and made into what God wants you to be. Trust me on this one. What he got for you to be, is better than you got for you to be. What he got for you to be is better than what you got for you to be. But you got to go place yourself in the potter's hand. You got to go to the potter's house in order to be able to get in the potter's hand and let the potter start molding you and shaping you like only he can. So to be transformed, we need to go to the potter's house and put ourselves in his hand because when being molded and transformed, the clay is not supposed to Oh, let me keep reading. Verse six. Oh, house of Israel, cannot I do with cannot cannot I do with you as this potter? Saith the Lord. Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in my hand, O house of Israel. See, God wants us to be a people who will merely submit ourselves to Him, and let Him do what He wants to do, and and let Him do with us what He want to do. If we keep reading, it says, at what instance? I shall speak concerning a nation and concerning the kingdom to pluck up and to pull down and to destroy it. If that nation against whom I have pronounced turn from their evil, I will repent of the evil that I thought to do unto them. And at what instant I shall speak concerning a nation and concerning a kingdom to build and to plant it. If it do evil in my sight, 
that it obey not my voice, then I will repent of the good wherewith I said I would benefit them. Now, I like that. Because God is saying, in essence, I might have said that I'm going to tear you down. But if you repent and put yourself in my hands and let me remake it, I'll repent of what I said I'll do. In terms, I won't tear you down like I said I would. But he also said, I said I would bless you, build you up and put you up. But if you continue to do evil and do not obey my voice, then I'm not going to do what I said I was going to do for you. See, a lot of people don't understand the promises of God are contingent upon how we respond and how we operate our lives. God wants to, God wants to raise people up. He wants to do great things through them. He wants to do great things for them. But, and he has promised those things to me and you. Gave us promise after promise after promise of what he would do. And God is not slack concerning his promises, as some men count slackness. God's going to do what he said he's going to do. But the question is, is what you're going to do? Because if we respond to him incorrectly and don't flow with him, don't go with him, God said, well, I know I said that, but it ain't going to happen. Because I said this too, that if you don't do what I said do, then I'm not going to do it. Do you mean we delay the things that God wants to do in the midst of our life sometimes? Do we, we postpone how long it takes to get to where God has in store for us? Mm-hmm. Ask the children of Israel. They was disobedient. And that was some theologians, longest one I heard was like three and a half weeks. It was a three and a half week trip. That's the longest one I heard. I heard one shorter and longer, praise God, based upon the theologian. I never walked it, so I just got to go by what they say, praise God. But they say it could have been three and a half weeks that it took to get there. But they was 40 days in the wilderness. Okay, I'm just checking you making sure. 40 years in the wilderness. 40 years to make a three and a half week trip. Because they delayed it from their obstinance, disobedience arrogance, refusing to submit themselves to do what God said do, wouldn't allow themselves to be molded and shaped like they were supposed to do, because their potter's will was the wilderness, because they left Egyptian bondage, you know, and made God, in essence, their father, and then from that point forward, they were supposed to be the clay, he was supposed to be the potter, and he was remaking them and shaping them as they was on their way, so that by the time they get to the end of the promised land, to the edge of the promised land, they already had their minds remolded into the way that God wanted them to think and doing what they wanted them to do. Uh, Obedient people who were submitted unto God, doing whatever he said to do. But now, they wasn't like that. They just complaining and arguing and fussing and cussing and not trusting the living God and what he do for them until God said, man, that's it. You thought you ain't going into the promised land. He let that generation die out and then, and then came to the next generation. That's the Joshua generation. He came to them and said, now what y'all going to do? God said, I got time. You the one that don't have no time. Praise God. Which, what you going to do? You going to line up this time or you going to be like your daddy's and you going to go down too? Which one is it going to be? Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed for what the word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing more clearly the transformations and manifestation that God wants to happen in the lives of me and you. Transformations and manifestations that will cause us to live richer, fuller, and more godly lives. I hope even more that you're becoming inspired to cooperate with what God wants to do so that he can cause the transformations and manifestations he desires for me and you to come to pass in the lives of me and you. Saints of God, our God is a God of transformation and manifestation. Let's let him be God in our lives. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. 
That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee you it'll be a blessing to you when you do. And speaking of coming through, I've got something for all of you that are in San Antonio surrounding areas to do. I invite all of you to an exciting conference that'll be held at Word of Faith next week. It's called Faith of Fire. It's where we're firing up the flame of the faith of God within you. It starts next week, Wednesday, July 6th, and runs through Saturday, July 9th. The opening service will be held Wednesday evening at 6.45 p.m. Thursday and Friday, services are at 10 a.m., 12 noon, and 6.45 p.m. Ladies, Faith of Fire ends on Saturday with a Women's Breakfast Fellowship at 9.30 a.m., where you ladies will be fed naturally with an awesome all-you-can-eat breakfast prepared by the Brothers of Word of Faith just for you. And then you'll be fed spiritually with an anointed Word of God ministered just for you. Nursery and VIP transportation service are available for every service. Children's Church will be held at the evening sessions, all at no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. So be sure to mark your calendar so that you don't miss this awesome time of word and worship with saints from all over San Antonio and surrounding areas at Word of Faith. Come on through and bring some of the saints with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Both your faith and theirs will be set on fire at the Faith of Fire Conference at Word of Faith SA. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 